Hello and welcome to The Big Chat, a podcast that champions individuals and businesses at the heart of their communities. Um, Making sure they understand how accountable they need to be in the business, but being positive throughout so that they literally love what they do. I think magazines will always be around. I think there'll always be a market for them. I think advertisers like being on paper. But in another way, it actually gave me that time to really grow and develop and, um, yeah, build it, basically. We, we try to communicate more with clients than most accountants do. The Big Chat. This is all about collaboration and giving people in our towns the chance to have their say, their way. I'm Nicole and welcome to The Big Chat and today I am very excited to be introducing you to a personal friend of mine and um, uh, well entrepreneur to say the least my very good friend Rafe. Hello hello. Hello Rafe. How are you doing? I'm good how are you? Yeah really well yeah excited. Are you really well because you're drinking mm. eco? Yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah thanks for the other yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So, um, well, we're going to hear to talk about this and, you know, what, what I've been doing a bit. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, people might be wondering why we've got all these cans everywhere all yeah. over the desk and, you know, this beautiful packaging. But just to tell you a bit about it, um, I met you coming up to two years ago now. Yeah, God, We both was. did a very Long exciting experience. I know, nearly two years. <laughs> I know, made it this far. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we did a very exciting experience together called the Hoffman Process, didn't we? So um, that's where we met. And the Hoffman Process, for people that do or don't know, is quite intense. It's quite yes. full on. Yeah. Um, it certainly gets rid of the cobwebs, let's put it that way. And we came out of that process and we were all very much the people that did it. Yeah. Really... Um, enlightened in one way or another yeah um, I mean I think you could pretty much use that word yeah, yeah. they're really quite extraordinary life-changing uh, experience yeah and we were very much in a zone of right this is what we want to do this is clarity this is where we're heading mm. and Rafe was very excited about at the time all I knew um Yerba Mate, yeah. some things, some 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 stuff that was going on in rainforest. Yeah, I mean, back then it was like a proper pipe dream. I mean, it, it was, really was. It was a long old time ago, and it's taken about that long. You know, obviously we'll kind of talk about why. Yeah. Uh, to to set it up, and you know, we've only launched about three weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy. And it's here. Uh, yeah, it's here. It's finally here. It's literally <laughs> yeah. here, and I. So it was a very. Uh, exciting for me to be able to talk to you on this because obviously mm. we love talking to people in business we love mm. talking to entrepreneurs I love talking to my friends yeah. <laughs> but equally um I think this is a really inspirational story for people to hear yeah. about how literally an idea that was just an idea and it yeah. was just you know I still remember conversations yeah. that we had and you had lots of people about this idea yeah, exactly. and you've made it happen yeah, well done good. you uh, thank you because yeah. you've made really it happen really, thank you. and it really looks phenomenal it. and it tastes phenomenal thank you um and yeah, just so tell us about it. How did this all act like yeah. I was never here and I know nothing? <laughs> yeah. Tell me from the beginning. Well, yeah, because of course you've heard, uh, heard no end of it. But um, yeah, so what? God, just over two years ago now, mm. um, around about the time that we met mm. at that course, uh, I had just come across this plant called Yabamate. 
South American plant stimulant. And it's essentially just a tea, a very, very strong green tea, if you imagine. Uh, so a friend of mine introduced me to it because I had just dropped out of, finally dropped out of eight years working in insurance in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after finally coming to terms with the fact that that was not the life that was good for me, uh, I took five months out. Mm-hmm. During those five months, uh, I met you, I did that course, that was kind of a, a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. But just before I arrived there, uh, this friend of mine suggested this kind of tea to kind of help me get back on the horse because I was completely blown out, mm. like completely burnt out after yeah. eight those eight years, sort of forcing myself to try and get on board with something that just wasn't wasn't who I was. Mm. So, uh, and th- as a person, I've never really been a big one for any kind of herbal remedies or uh, or supplements because for me they've never really had any kind of serious impact. Mm. You know, it's that classic thing when you're a kid and your parents say, eat your greens because they're good for you. And every child on earth is going, how are they good for me? I don't feel any different, right? Yeah. Because they're not, yeah. at that age, you're not sort of fully Toast aware me. yet. But I sort of had the same thing with any sort of herbal remedy. I started drinking this though. And after about two weeks, I mean, the change was extraordinary. It wasn't that it was doing the work for me. But it gave me all the get up and go and the mood lift Mm. and the energy, of Mm. course, and the calm and the focus Mm. to be able to get up and start to change my life. Mm. You know, one thing at a time, whether that's getting up and actually going and sitting down to meditate or Mm. actually writing, you know, doing my morning journaling Mm. or actually taking just that next step in making this a reality, especially as someone who never dreamed I'd be starting a business in my life, Mm. you know. Um, and Did then you I'll really d- not think you'd be? Stuck? I never thought that. No. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I, I when I was working in the because the rest of us could see it. <laughs> when I was working in the city, I sort of got into the idea that uh, I might uh, sort of end up rising through the ranks and being like a CEO one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was my dream, and of course, over the years, that that became more and more eroded. Yeah. Uh, as I started to realise this whole nine to five gig working for the man is never going to make me happy, Mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. And then it took a long time after realising that, that I needed to actually take the step myself rather than waiting for things to happen. Mm -hmm. And I think the second I even did that, the second I took this time out, it was like when when I had this chat with my friend, Mm -hmm. ironically enough, we were playing a really vicious game of Monopoly with one another (laughs) when we had it. But there was something, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is something that everyone can relate to where you you have a discussion about whatever it is and there's some idea just seeps through the ether and ends up in the discussion. And you just latch, there's something about it, something mm. that you can't necessarily explain why or even begin to think how. Mm. But there's something that comes up and you, you latch onto it and it won't go away. Mm. And that's what this was. That's and I'd never, by this point... I'd never even tried the tea. <laughs> I had no idea what the effects are, but just from her explaining them and, you know, with my commercial hat on, I was thinking, yeah. there's something in this. Yeah. Anyway, I started doing more research. I started drinking the stuff crucially and the sort of two just kept on buffering and buffering and buffering and strengthening and strengthening this yeah. idea that this was possible, yeah. that I could maybe give it a go and risk it all 
and give up on the whole idea of being the big CEO one day, hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. And instead, actually building my own thing and starting my own journey. So, so that was it. And, you know, I remember the moment. It really was like that founding moment of like, this is it. This yeah. is something. There's and there's, something and it's interesting how those pivotal moments, you don't, you know, at the time, they might yeah. be like you say, it could be something really insignificant. Yeah. But actually you look back and you're like, no, that is when it started to really crystallize. And, yeah, that was and literally go, it. Whoa, okay, this is what's happening. Yeah. Tell, so tell me a bit about, you know, obviously your friend had introduced you to the drink. Yes. I mean, I remember when we came out of the Hoffman process, we were all drinking. We were all drinking yerba mate. Oh yeah, the because tea. the yeah. tea. Because you know it, and it and it is an acquired taste. But mm. actually, it's a um, one of our one of our mutual friends. We I remember being buying some tea, and we were all getting it together and mm. stuff. And actually, it's nice. For, it's like not like a green tea. So mm. I could I could drink the tea, yeah. and I did enjoy it. And it did give you that lift that caffeine can give mm. you, but without the the exactly. without all the groggy stuff. Like yeah, it yeah. didn't. Like when, you know, you have caffeine and I mean, I am naturally pretty high anyway. So when you have that, <laughs> ah! and coffee yeah. just makes you go a bit. And I'm the same sort yeah, of a person. Yeah, exactly. You know? So and tell think, me about that. I think it's most obvious to, if you are that sort of a person, mm. uh, the difference between coffee caffeine yeah. and energy drink caffeine yeah. and yerba mate caffeine, because it still has caffeine in it. Of course. But because of a combination of the other stimulants that it has in it and mm -hmm. also the fact that it is ram-packed yeah. to a crazy degree full of vitamins, minerals and all the nutrients necessary to sustain life, right? What that means, just a quick explainer on that. I know, I'm like, what? <laughs> there are a very, very, very few uh, super, super foods mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. that essentially bar the lack of calories mm -hmm. because it's a leaf, right? Mm -hmm. You could uh, eat just pure matter, so it's pure carbohydrates, purely for the calories, mm. with no vitamins or nutrients in it, and just drink yerba mate, and you would be able to lead a healthy life. Wow. That's the idea. Because all of the stuff you need, uh, outside of just calories to keep you going, is contained in this stuff. Okay. So it's it's off the, off the scale good for you. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. So, okay, all right. So let's get into this. So yeah. we have a situation where you've given up on the whole CEO thing. I hear that because there is a kind of, there is a bit of a mourning process when you realize that you're not going to be an employee and you're going to go and do it. It's like starting again, really, yeah. isn't it? It's like yeah, being totally. reborn. You've got to re <laughs> rewire everything, yeah. all the rest of it. So that's all happening. But... Obviously, you've you've come across something that you and I, I you've always been enthusiastic about this. You deserve mm. every success with this product because you. you are thoroughly. You just light up when you talk about this, and you yeah. always have done. And I know that from the very first time I <laughs> met you. Um, but and also, you know, you're a living you're a living testament to it because it has helped you on your health journey. Totally. So so take me back a bit more to. You know, when you're saying there's all the nutrients and the, mm. everything that goes into it, because a lot of us we just buy energy drinks and sure. we don't necessarily know. Sure. So, can you have a little bit of a history lesson here, please? Yeah, sure. Just on the on the plant itself. Yeah, yeah. Just you know. So, what um, was it that made you fall in love with this product, really? So, yeah. Okay. So basically, first off, I swapped it out because I already felt like I had enough caffeine in my day. Yeah. I swapped my coffee out, my morning coffee out for the other mate. Yeah. Um, and just that, that was it. So one uh, cup of the other mate a day. Uh, 
And it was after those two weeks, I then went back and had a coffee and then I noticed the difference. Mm. And what, what the difference is, quite simply, the way, I think the best way to describe yerba mate is you get the, the buzz of caffeine mm. combined with the joy of chocolate. I'll go into this in a sec, exactly mm. why and how that works. Uh, and then you get the calm voca- focus of sort of something you might attribute to zen. That's, right? that's the important bit as well. That's the really mm. important bit. How that works in terms of the contents of yerba mate, the nutrient contents, caffeine is caffeine, which, you know, mm-hmm. we all know and familiar with. Mm-hmm. It's the probably the most recognizable xanthine, and a xanthine is a naturally occurring stimulant. Mm-hmm. Uh, theobramine is the second of three xanthines that it has. That uh, people may recognize, that's in chocolate. And okay. it's actually the thing in chocolate that makes you feel good when you eat chocolate. Is it? That's it. Yeah. I did not know that. I yeah. just thought it was just because it was just chocolate. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> it. So the, so the science behind chocolate being delicious and just mm, chocolate yeah, yeah, yeah. is this, is theobramine. Wow, okay, cool. The third bit, which is lesser known, unless you have mm. asthma, mm-hmm. you may know it, is called theophylline. Mm. And theophylline is uh, a vasodilator. So how that works is that it's make, it's it's expanding your capillaries mm-hmm. that allows your body to absorb more oxygen as you breathe normally. Mm. So that more oxygen means it keeps you calm and stops your brain from freaking out. So the combination of those three, the theory goes at least, is what's responsible for giving yerba mate this very unique sort of euphoric sort of a buzz. And a euphoric buzz that doesn't just sort of send you off mm. feeling great, but not really particularly functional. Yeah. It's the kind of euphoric buzz that you're also got this incredible level of mental focus where you can concentrate for longer, whether that's because you're working or because you're reading or because you're relaxing or because you're in an interesting conversation, whatever mm. it is, it aids all of those things. That's amazing. And did you find then, so when you were drinking more of it, like you'd obviously discovered it. So Mm. you discovered it, then you go and do something that everything's starting to get more clarity in your life anyway. So things that you're working on yourself and sort of obviously you've mentioned a few things there like meditation, journaling, you know, we're both fans of. But also, did you find then that you were drinking this and while you were thinking about what you wanted to do with it and drinking it and experiencing Mm. these effects. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it was sort of a a positive feedback loop. Yeah. Right. So the more of it I was drinking, the more I was able to focus on sort of manifesting the kind of a life I now wanted. Yeah. Uh, And then the more I sort of realizing how much was helping and then so on and so forth. And it's just the more and more and more and more clarity. Yeah. But, don't get me wrong, you know, nothing can ever be the thing that does all the work for you. You know, no. that that is always going to be up to each and every one of us. To Absolutely. Do. But if I could was asked by anyone, if there was one thing that was just going to assist and support me mm. once I've chosen to mm. take all the steps to be the person I want and get where I want to be. Mm. This is it. <laughs> yeah, and it's, the sa- and it's the same with all things that are good for us, isn't it? It's like mm. exercise or being outdoors or walking or spending time with positive people that yeah. we enjoy their company. It feels good. You get the benefits exactly. and you give more. So exactly. it's just, it's it's a reciprocal thing and, and it's a beautiful thing. With, I mean, so 
Okay, so that's great. And it come, whereabouts does it come from? This I just want to talk about the yerba mate thing for those that haven't sure. really have not heard of it. And where does the yerba mate? Where's where's it origin origin from? <laughs> so it's from uh, it's from South America, yeah. specifically uh, the region at which Paraguay, Uruguay, Argentina, and Brazil mm. all meet. So that's the sort of broad growing region. And each of those countries, as a result, have uh, varying versions of the same tradition of drinking yerba mate. Right. The way that it's traditionally drunk It's is... not like this out of a can, is it? No. <laughs> Interestingly, <know> no. <laughs> so it's, uh, but it's very different to even just preparing a tea or a coffee. Okay. There's quite a specific process like a ritual. to it. It is like a ritual. There's a sort of ceremonial to it. It's a mm -hmm. casual ceremony, but a ceremony nonetheless. There's a correct way of doing it. Um, so funnily enough, one of the things, because what originally what I was thinking is I'll just bring Yerba Mate to the UK in a mm -hmm. big way, uh, by selling the tea. But then what immediately became apparent is that the traditional way of preparing it with a gourd, which is a dried out husk of a, of a kind, like a squash, yeah. for example, uh, or you can get a clay one with this bombilla, which mm. is a special kind of a straw with a filter on the end. And then you have to sort of pour in the uh, the abamate leaves that will go everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then cover it with cold water, let that soak in. Then you have to heat the water to precisely the right temperature, which is no greater than uh, 82 degrees Celsius and no less than 60. Or, you know what I mean? It's yeah. complicated. This that is not like banging up a pot of coffee. Yeah, absolutely. It's very, very different. But then that ceremonial... Uh, does prepare a very strong brew but it doesn't mean that if you don't prepare it like that that you won't get the benefits okay so it's a tradition piece so in the end what i wanted to do from a commercial perspective is make it very very accessible so mm -hmm. that everyone can enjoy the benefits without the intimidation of this very in world and yeah. very in kind of and uh, a bit of a process ceremony. people like me are gonna like full flat and things like that exactly I mean, it's just you know exactly. i'm just gonna switch off and let's face it, most of us kind of are a little lazy when it comes to that kind of thing, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, so, so I just needed to make it super accessible, mm. super accessible. So what, what, um, what we use for this is the extract form. Okay. Which is essentially still got all of the good stuff in it. Amazing. It's just removing all of the uh, matter off mm. the leaf, and you're left with just the nutrients. So when you get to a point where you're like, okay, right, I've got clarity, I want to go forwards, I want to do this, I've mm. got this amazing drink, it's making me feel good, mm. I want to change up my life, I want to switch it up. Like what's, for a lot of people, that's a, you know, what's next? Yeah. yeah. What comes, what came next after that? Because so interestingly, this is a really, this is a really interesting question because it's one that I'm actually asking people to tell me the answer to, mm. right, in lots of different ways. Mm. Uh, I, you know, the, the question is how, in what context is this best used, mm. right? Or what contexts does this work best? Mm. And that's where the sort of piece of how do I start an energy drinks company where there are millions of other energy drinks out mm. there. There are also loads of other natural, healthy energy drink options there out are, there now. Yeah. How the hell do I differentiate this, mm -hmm. right? So... I think the main thing is that most energy drinks these days are, if they're not to do with sort of motorsports and high octane, they're to do with generally sports and fitness and wellness. Mm -hmm. 
with this, because Yerba Mate has got such a specific sort of a uh, uh, an effect, mm. something that's often has often been uh, attributed to in helping people with their creativity, yeah, as much as it is yeah. to do with concentration and and you know uh, physical well being. Um, I think it's an interesting opportunity for me to ask the audience, literally, how yeah. are you using this? Yeah. And encourage, giving some people some ideas, of course. You mm -hmm. know, I had one person come back to me and tell me that they were drinking it to help them to meditate. Wow. Which was a wonderful different yeah. different view on, on an energy drink. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, that actually it's, it's something that will up your focus, but without kind of tripping you out, if it makes sense, without yeah, the does. jitters. So they're kind of perfect aid to med meditation in that sense. Uh, there are other people who do drink it for a very, very specifically creative yeah. uh, point of view. Yeah. Uh, other people who are drinking it, sort of computer programmers, it's already a bit of a thing over on the continent. In yeah. Germany, computer programmers out there will drink uh, Yerba Mate in order to keep them mentally focused on this incredibly, you know, high octane, above mm. the shoulders, high frequency, yeah. complicated stuff that they've got to be on where a tiny single mistake might screw up the entire uh, thing that they've been working on for god knows how long mm. so the the applications at the moment are so many that it's created a really great problem for me to have yeah right now you know uh which is who's how, how do we work out precisely who the target customer is going to be absolutely right? I think the answer is there's everything to play for right now. Yeah. I've got a pretty good idea of who that is, but I think what's so different about this versus everything else out there mm. is how it helps you mentally, your mind Definitely. state. Definitely. Right? And it's, a, it's it, the only way I can describe it, my experience of it, is it's clean. It yeah. feels clean. And even, I mean, you know, I like energy drinks, and especially now I'm not drinking alcohol. Mm. It's like, it's, it's nice to have a little pick-me-up of yeah. something that's not, you know, the, my glass of wine is gone. So a pick-me-up is is good for me. And this is just a very clean um, version of that, that you can yeah. have first thing in the morning, but you could also have in the evening over ice. And it, and exactly. It, and it looks fantastic. You know yeah. this. I've told yeah, you how. Yeah. I love the branding. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's on point. Yeah. So, I mean, but when you first set up, mm. you know, when we're talk, going back to sort of nearly two years ago, when you literally came out, you, you've, that's an amazing thing that you okay mm. you've got the product what what did you have to do next without mm. telling us all the tricks obviously sure. of what you do <laughs> yeah. but you know what what was the skills that you had to really call on as oh, you yeah. Rafe to get this off the ground yeah. because that's what people I want to tell people about Absolutely, is yeah. really because a lot of people think they, they haven't got they can't do it totally right okay well, this is definitely something I want to talk about yeah. because as I said before I never pictured myself as, as absolutely uh, I mean, the main battle, it's every day as well. It, it hasn't gone away yet. I'm not sure it ever fully will. Uh, is just, the, I mean, the basic level self-belief. Mm. But, you know, how I think about it now is just the courage to get up and do the next thing. Definitely. Even though, you know, in so many ways, it's true that I have no idea what the next thing should be. Mm -hmm. Because I, you know, I've never worked in the drinks industry before. Mm -hmm. I've been learning all of this as I go along. So I think, you know, way back... What I started to do, I think, you know, I, the, what I see as the first, the first true real thing that I was doing where I was starting a business, yeah. if that makes sense, was I just started writing down all of the ideas. 
which very slowly became a business plan and Mm -hmm. you know somewhere in there i started thinking about the financial side of it and how Mm. that would all make sense but 99 percent of it was just thinking about the idea and And you talked to a lot of people as well i talked to loads of people that's the other thing you really did well that's the second thing i was going to say because but i think that first step is so crucial because because it starts to make it real for you yes because i knew that if i started talking to these experts who'd been working the drinks industry for frankly any time longer than me yeah um that I was afraid and I think kind of rightly cautious that I might be frightened off the whole idea mm-hmm. when I have a conversation with someone who's going to be like, well, you've got to think about your margins, you're going to think about, you know, wh- who's your third party logistics provider and oh my God, that's so complicated and oh, who, how, who's going to do your branding? That's really expensive, by the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's often the kind of conversation that yeah. you can have yeah. at an early stage. Yeah. So I think it's really important. Yes, of course, you have to have those conversations Mm. and you should because those are the ones that are going to help you most. Mm. But be very, very gentle with yourself as to when when you're going to have those kinds of conversations Mm. because acknowledge that the whole thing is really scary and it's Mm. okay to be really scared. Yeah, it is. So I sort of felt like I needed to treat myself like like a bit of a precious object in a way in those Mm. really early stages build up some confidence and t- you know at least you don't need, I didn't knew I didn't need to know about the drinks industry all I knew I needed to know inside out a thousand percent was my product and yeah. what I wanted it to be yeah so once I knew that then I could have a conversation with anyone even the really terrifying ones where people tell you that you're bound to fail which is there's there unfortunately are people out there who will yeah. give you that I chat know. <laughs> yeah they're great. Um, they're we great, love them. Aren't they? Brilliant. So oh, good. Really, for business, really helpful. Really good yeah. for you. <laughs> really pers- productive. Yeah, I just personally, yeah. love those people. <laughs> Don't have many of them on the show, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, quite right too. <laughs> so, um, but it 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 meant that after not very long at all, I was able to have those chats. Yeah. But be in the confidence that okay, there might be some useful advice buried in the in the kind of just of just nasty criticism. Yeah. Um. And keep going and keep going yeah. and keep changing and adapting the plan. Did you? Did you? I mean, we're we're joking a little bit about it, but did you have did you have many of the sort of haters at the beginning that were like <laughs> a bit like, oh, what are you doing there? You don't know what you're doing with that and um, all of that. Because I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I don't mind that. You know, you do get that. I yeah, of course, it. exactly. But did you have much of that? Um, there wasn't a huge amount. Good. No. I mean, there was there was one or two, and I think that's always the case. I think. Most people, I imagine, setting out to They're do their thing. They're protective of you thing. as well. Some people are protective Absolutely. of you, aren't they? You know, to be honest, bless her. Um, I love my mum, but she was the, <laughs> the single <laughs> most negative person about all of it for a long time. Because, yeah. of course, she's terrified. She's that worried. To be yeah. She broke was... forever. <laughs> she's going to be in debt. And, oh, God, you know, being living on the street and everything. Um, and that's just what mum's job what mom's, is to yeah. do, is to yeah. worry, right? Um, but yeah, you know, things like that, which are very, you know, and we all listen to people like our mums or whether it's an old mentor mm. or our close friends and they're always going to be the ones who are most frightened. Yeah. So in a way, subconscious way, uh, it's uh, unsurprising that they maybe want to kind of 
end up putting you off a bit from doing it. What was some of the best advice you had at the beginning when you were sort of, you know, so like you say, you've got past that sort of self-belief. Well, not past it, but it is something you have to work on. And actually, I was having a conversation with someone this morning just about that, that that's Mm. a consistent thing. It just keeps going. It's just constant. But what was some of the best advice that you had at the beginning? You know, what what gave you even more of a kind of, yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, Yeah. because there are things, aren't there? Uh, There are loads. I mean, that was the vast majority of it um, was was incredibly supportive of advice yeah. and I think you know the things that really gave me a boost early on were were just people going wow you've really got something here you yeah know? so I spoke to the best chats I had like that and I still do to this day is just speaking to other food and drink entrepreneurs my age Brilliant. you know and my often my level of experience as well yeah so that it wonderful thing about the food and drink industry uh unlike I think any other is that entrepreneurs in food and drink are very often people who just say they've got their jam which they make that everyone loves and then some day someone goes oh why didn't you sell this yeah and they go yeah why don't i sell this and then they're just in their kitchen making more of this jam to sell you know at a marketplace at first or and then so on and so forth um, that makes me think of the guy that was on Dragon's Den. Yeah. Who's that guy that made that amazing sauce? And oh, the just, reggae 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 so- reggae yeah, sauce. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come Levi on, Roots, yeah. Levi I mean, that's Roots. A, that's a that's a dream. But story, do you know what like, I mean, isn't yeah. it? But that's that's but that's that how is it. That's how it works okay. in the industry. So yeah. I think like it's speaking to those kind of people who are maybe even just like six months further down the line mm-hmm. than I was were the best chats because all they want to give is encouragement because they they obviously are just going through it. Still. They felt going, it. Keep going keep going because you know even if one day it feels like the whole thing's falling apart the next day very likely will be something oh yeah and that broke and then suddenly you're selling it to a whole supermarket say god knows yeah and it seems to be like there's passion it's that passion like you said about you really got to understand your product what it was what you were offering but also you've been passionate i mean you are really passionate about yeah. it and i say that with love because you, yeah. you know i love the fact that so <laughs> yeah. i sound like i'm like god all he does is talk about <laughs> yeah. Mate. i mean that is all he talks about that's pretty much all I talk that's about, all he yeah. talks yeah, about yeah, it's exactly. like oh okay here we go no yeah, i mean come yeah, on yeah. it's it's you're passionate about it and i love it and i that seems to be what is mm. crucial mm. is that passion absolutely that really solidifies that desire and that want and that go absolutely is, and it's sort know, of that that evolved for me um, I mean, I think that the, the spark for me was what I described as that conversation, that first conversation where yeah. I first discovered this stuff, Yerba yeah. Mate, uh, and just feeling that, oh, there's something here. And that's enough, actually. That's a lot of fuel in that. Yeah. Um, and perhaps it's not something that everyone gets. I, I don't know. I can only speak for myself. But I yeah. imagine that it probably is something people yeah. can relate to. Uh, after that, that obsession if you embrace it begins to evolve yeah and of then course. more passion will come in so for me we haven't spoken about this yet but this is kind of actually the reason why i'm doing this in a big way mm. um the whole reason why i'm doing this long term that this isn't just a quick startup seven years flip and hopefully make a lot of money this is a lifetime gig for me um because what i discovered about this plant was that it grows, it's very, very well suited to growing under the shade of trees in mm. the rainforest. Uh, now, that doesn't necessarily sound particularly interesting until I started thinking about 
uh, I had a conversation with my sister shortly after I came up with the idea. Um, and she is a landscape designer, uh, landscape architect, sorry. And uh, sh- we were talking about environmental uh, issues and obviously the climate crisis going on. And, um, you know, everyone in my family is quite into all sorts of technological solutions like, oh, I wonder when Tesla's going to be made global and solar mm. panels and all these kind of mm. clever things. And my sister just said, well, do you know the easiest solution to climate, the climate crisis is just to plant more trees. Absolutely. And it kind of silenced everyone because of course it is. Mm. So, sorry for that little detour, but it comes back to this point that if if I have this plant that is very well suited to actually growing in a crop alongside trees, that I can, in theory... If I get enough people drinking this stuff, I can start planting what are called the agroforestry plantations, mm-hmm. right? And also supporting existing ones, where the more crops you need to plant, the more trees, shrubs, and other flora and fauna you also need to plant to support that crop as a healthy crop with no pesticides, no fertilizers Amazing. needed. You've essentially got an agroforestry crop uses nature's natural cycles in order to generate a crop and generate for the farmers uh, money. Mm. So I had this huge slap me in the face moment, right? As someone who's always been fascinated by sustainability, but also interested by the inherent problems to date Mm. with it, which is if you want to be sustainable as a human being or Mm -hmm. as a business, there's a sense that you kind of have to pull back a bit mm. or that you have to compromise. There is, you're right, right, you're right yeah. And it's something that no one talks about, understandably. Yeah. Uh, totally understandably. <clears throat> the difference with this is that it is not sustainability what I'm talking about. Mm. It's something called regeneration. Yeah. And to everyone who's going to be listening to this, yeah. Look out for this word. You know, I've got it as many times as I can possibly fit it on the back of my can because yeah. when I found out what this was, it completely blew me away. Mm. As in, this is the whole solution to everything, mm. to everything, mm. right? Not just the planet and the environment, but to people, to economics, to the whole game. Absolutely. So, so with this model, if I if I create this uh, this drink that uses a plant that uh, grows in agroforestry systems, the more demand I create for the drink, the more forest I need to plant, yeah. in short. Yeah. So actually, it's not, I'm not drawing back. The more my business grows, the more fundamentally it's having a, not just net zero impact, but positive carbon drawdown impact. Amazing. Which is... I mean, the, is that not the answer? Absolutely. If every single company engaged Did that, in that, yeah. you know, and it, it goes back to uh, regenerative agriculture, yeah. which is agroforestry is just one way. Yeah. There's also various kinds of crop cycling. Um, uh, I forget, I forget the various different kinds now, but we don't need to go into that. But I'd encourage everyone to start to get familiar with this because sustainability is never going to get us there on its own it's a wonderful thing that we all need to do but it's not the solution the solution solution. is by changing our entire Mm. business models economic models agricultural models and start thinking about trying to get ourselves back in step with the systems that nature has always had rather than trying to fit in new ones like absolutely well and isn't that almost with this whole 
last year's lockdown, yeah. I mean, we're still in it technically, mm. we're all having to look at how we do this. Yeah. In all walks of life. Yeah. But for the planet especially, yeah. why not look at that? Yeah. You know, and and I would say that some of those businesses that don't will start to get left behind. Totally. Thank God, eventually. Yeah, quite no right offence, yeah. you know, you've had your day. But, that but has if to it's be... damaging the planet and it's yeah. damaging where we're at, <laughs> it's only going to go one way. Exactly. You know, so this is a the, the, brilliant thing. The thing that, that drives all of it is the consumer's choice. Yeah. You know, we can't expect businesses en masse to mm. change what they do no. just because they feel it's good to mm. do, the mm. right thing to do. Because mm. unfortunately, the survivalist There's too much in all of us, yeah, absolutely. which doesn't want our business to go bust absolutely. is much more powerful than this than the other kind of yeah. survivalist that doesn't yet realize that the whole planet is going to shit yeah. right now excuse my language yeah 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 um so actually how do we how do we basically stop this fear dialogue mm. around it which isn't i think entirely helpful mm. it's important for awareness very mm. important but it's not helping us get to the solution it's not the stick it doesn't need to be the stick exactly so what's the carrot <laughs> and the carrot i believe mm. is rooted in regenerative agriculture yeah because agriculture is the thing our largest industry per in terms of the number of people on the planet who work in it mm. i think it's a third of all human beings still work in agriculture goodness right? me so and that's a bit and there's a lot coming up about agriculture right. now there's a huge lot, amount it's, you know it's becoming there is a lot it's coming into awareness as a as a huge that and cyberspace <laughs> that's not talk about that now <laughs> so uh but but it's yeah it's coming into huge awareness at the moment um for as a solution potentially for the ways that we farm because we know we, we realize that a monocrop of an, any kind whilst it produces has produced so far incredibly good yields mm. uh which feed us what isn't now meeting up and people know it and it hasn't for a long time is that we've got huge food surpluses but it's not getting to the people who are mm. starving in the world mm. so what's yes. the point in having these huge yields the reality is as well is if you convert enough people to regenerative agricultural methods your yields averaged out over sure a long period of time but we need to start thinking in those terms definitely feed the world easy feed the world and the wonderful thing about regenerative methods is that you can start it in your vegetable patch right now absolutely and see how it works you know um but yeah so that's sorry that's we're going amazing. right back to the to the no, original question you asked, yeah, which is about great, purpose i think well it is purpose isn't it and it's yeah. passion but it's purpose as well yeah. and that's the thing and this feeds into and those are very things that are very important to you and yeah. are very important to a lot of people around you and so yeah. actually you know not only have you started something that's yours that's mm. something you're passionate about and you believe in but it's also something that is giving back and you can actually exactly. say that authentically which exactly is, you know yeah. you, you really without can. it being a sort of an afterthought i think because that, yeah. that's my you know my my general theory um which i want to apply with with eco is that uh the the social enterprise dollar is simply worth more mm -hmm. in investor terms literally mm -hmm. than your charitable dollar mm. so if you give a pound to charity mm. That's fantastic and wonderful, mm. and that needs to keep happening because charities are there to support causes Absolutely. that don't yet wind in with our commercial cycles. Right? Yeah. But if you can start a social enterprise, mm. 
and get investors to put their money towards that, mm. then in the long term, you're not needing to keep feeding that. You're going to speed up the process. Right. You're, you're, spe- you're literally, you're creating a system that doesn't need fuel. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Other than generating the interest of customers to buy your product. Yeah. You know, that's it. That's great. Mm. I mean, I love it. So <laughs> what I remember when we had a conversation way back, let's take mm. it back to some of, the, some, some of the fun bits as well. Yeah, yeah. I remember when you went and did some tasting. I remember having a tasting <laughs> session at your uh, at your um, oh, yes. home, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think the product looked quite changed, the same as it changed does today. A lot since then, yeah. It has changed a lot since then, but I was yeah. very excited to be a part of that process. Yeah, yeah. But when you actually went and met, like the way you described it to me, let's face it, I get a bit yeah. overexcitable about these things. But yeah, it was like it, yeah. it was <laughs> like you were going to meet these scientists, and you were, do you remember? Yeah, yeah, when? yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was so. And you were telling me about the process. And that was it. I, I was, mean, there's a whole world that's opened up to you. It's crazy. So <laughs> I, uh, that was it. I mean, all all these sorts of things. Like, how do you, uh, uh, how how do you develop a drink? Yeah. And like, how do I? Because I was make, cooking all, all these different. You really were. Up in my kitchen. There was a lot going on. And vats full of yerba mate <laughs> and having to run down to the supermarket and spend like 300 quid on <laughs> all the agave that they had in the shelf and in the back of the Sainsbury's, you know. Um, with all these very confused people yeah. wondering what I was doing. Um, and just mixing it all up and seeing what happens. And I did it, I must have done about 120 different, 130 odd, possibly more, um, I didn't keep track of all of them. I mean, you literally were, you were as well, literally, you know, that's important. I think people to hear is that you, you know, we, uh, some of us came round and you literally gave us different, different versions of, and Mm. I'm sure you did that with a lot of your friends. Mm. And it was like, do you like that flavor? What do you like better about this? I mean, you were really testing the product yourself, but then you went somewhere and that process itself. I mean, that's, that was that really exciting. (laughs) What was interesting about that was, um, it, quite, it was quite funny, actually. So I, I uh, when it came to actually developing the drink, I kind of went, uh, I f- called a friend who introduced me to a friend who introduced me to a friend, and mm. I eventually got to this liquid development company who was fantastic. Um, and they, we put in a, uh, I filled in a form, which was fascinating because I had to sort of describe the flavor in terms of music. You know, what's the melody? What's the bass? Brilliant. You know, what's the core of it? I think relationships Um, should be discussed. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that could work. Honestly. But sorry, um, yes. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah. And then I, uh, I got there on the day after all this prep and I was expecting actually, and I'm pretty sure I definitely described it to you as you were saying, with, you know, people in white White. coats and like the test tubes (laughs) and you've got a whole team of people and everyone's wearing goggles and, were they wearing no, goggles? Um, it's not just a cliche. They were wearing no, goggles. No, I mean, no, not at all. So I basically, I turned up, and this is just, you know, the, the reality yeah. of it. A yeah. great outfit. Um, but I turned up and it was, you know, uh, um, like a, a, a garage unit mm. pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and I went upstairs and there was, you know, a nice, it was technically a lab. Um, and she mixed up three, uh, it was just me and her. So no lab coats and no whole team and no test tubes. <laughs> I was starting to get a bit confused. <laughs> and then she mixed up just boom, 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 the ingredients. Um, and I didn't tell her what the measurements were because yeah. that's she's a pro at that. Yeah, she yeah. knows what things will taste like. Mm. Uh, and then she did three different times. And the first one we tasted was, was it. Was it? Yeah, and that was it. 
And I, so I was in there for I'm li- about... I'm going to have to have a sip. I'm feeling like... 20 I'm... minutes. I, I eked it out to about an hour because I felt like I good. couldn't get this excited about something and, and like, only be there for 20 minutes. Really? So, <laughs> so yeah, it was literally 20 minutes in the lab so and that kind, was it. Babe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what yeah. a generous heart. I, won't, I, won't, I, won't, yeah, I was like, I need to sort of stick around. I need around to settle and... around so I really feel like we've been yeah. this <laughs> Yes. God, that was funny. I and what were the other two like then? So, what? Because describe... So, I mean, yeah, everyone process, needs to go out yeah. and get some, but also the flavour as well, because it has got a lovely flavour to it. Yeah, and we yeah. were talking about the flavour as well, because mm. um, it does taste good. And some of the yerba mates that I've had, like green tea and other things, for me, it mm. can be a bit too bitter, but this isn't bitter. Why is that? It's interesting. Well, because it's the, the raw, I think we probably, we didn't possibly mention this, but the raw tea is, as I think you've, maybe you did say, very, very bitter. Yeah. So that was my biggest challenge is how do I get over that? And that's mm. why I ended up doing, you know, hundreds of these different ingredients and um, and different versions. So what, what we ended up creating, uh, there was a big trend and still is a big trend towards things with no sugar. Yeah. And that sugar is essentially the devil. <laughs> uh, and I understand that. And I understand the reason. A why. lovable devil, but a devil. But for this. Yeah. You know, I think it was quite a unique proposal yeah. to make something not only just taste good because it's all the raw ingredient is very bitter, mm. um, but actually sort of the only energy drink, perhaps I'll say, <laughs> that that really does taste fantastic mm. to most people. Mm. You know, I think on the whole, sure, lots of people love energy drinks, but on the whole, I think most people are at least after a certain age or perhaps it's uh, a certain time of your life or whatever it is, people who used to drink energy drinks often stop. Yeah. Uh, and it's often because of the taste as yeah. well as the effect, yeah. which is kind of tracks you up. So with this, rather than going for something that was sugar-free, mm. we added agave, which in terms of sugar is pretty good. It's mm. got a low GI, uh, which means that it's less threatening if you have uh, have any con- conditions around mm. kind of consumption of sugar. Um, but it is still sugar. Uh, and then the other thing that we did was add lime juice to oh, really just give lime. it that sort of refreshing, really nice. refreshing taste. Mm. Uh, but the combination of the three is, as far as everyone who's tried it so far, seems to be unanimously, it's it's delicious. Which it is I was delicious. very pleased it with. It is that delicious. Um, and, and I, I love agree. the brand. I love the branding. I love the way it looks. Mm. I love Rafe's hat. He's not brought me a hat. <laughs> yeah. I've had the hat coffee shop owners yeah. not bring me coffee, and I now have had. But I have got the drink, and I yeah. will be drinking it with guests. You know, yeah, it's do. amazing. Do and I'd love Where to hear. Where can we get um, this? Where can we get this? So at the moment, we are one hundred percent online. Yeah. Um, on our website. Yeah, which is www.ecodrinks.com. That's I K O drinks.com. And it can be eco or ico. You or... can say ico. And where does um, that come from? So eco uh, with the you'll see it's got an accent. Yeah. Over the o. Yeah. Um, that's not me just trying to be clever. That's uh, that's actually because eco with an accent on the O, is a word uh, in the language of the tribes most associated with uh, yerba mate, the plant. Oh, okay. Hundreds, if not thousands of years back. I like that. Uh, And the word means to be or to live. I like that. Which is really the purpose of this, is that this is not an energy drink to jack you up or boost you or, you know, it's not that. That's not the purpose. This is to live. 
you know come... be the best version of you exactly exactly come to life and and give it a go i love that so we can get them online and we can get them so you, sorry yeah you can get them online at the website yeah we're gonna have them available on amazon uh any day now actually Brilliant. it should be if in the next two weeks i'll Great. say there'll be a big announcement when that's ready uh, and then what we'll also be aiming to do is get the drink into uh, cafes, yeah, both here in Tunbridge Wells uh, and also in London, yeah, uh, and really kind of just focus on that as opposed to getting it in the big supermarkets at the moment. Brilliant. Um, yeah. And social media, we can find you on social media. Yeah, at all Eco Drinks. Yeah, all the normal. Yeah. All the normal. <laughs> yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah, yeah. What would be your advice before we sort of wrap up sure. today for anyone out there, you know, whether it's in the drinks? I mean, this, to me, this mm. is an amazing story because I've known you, I've seen you from the very <laughs> beginning. The My entire journey. friendship with you has been this to this, which yeah. just really does, to me you can people can manifest anything they want if yeah. they believe in it enough and uh, mm. then a anything is possible absolutely but what would you say would be your real sort of driver mm. for people out there that maybe are thinking about doing something but a bit nervous yeah maybe you know they haven't got funding or, or anything like these things what 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 can you do to yeah. encourage them to keep going i'd say um i mean people say be fearless which i often think isn't particularly helpful um <laughs> Because we, we get told that everywhere by everyone. Yeah. So um, so no, I, I would disagree with that, actually. I'd just say ride your fear. Yeah. Ride it. Don't let it ride you. So that's not saying don't be afraid. Yeah. You're going to feel afraid all the time. Yeah. But to live yeah. is to be able to ride fear. And every single day, just waking up and knowing what the next thing to do is. And the more you do that, the more you'll actually stop worrying about what you're doing. Yeah. And you'll just be doing what you're doing. You'll, you'll be, be being. You'll, you'll be, be being. being. You'll be being. You'll be being. Um, so, so, you know, I think it's not about being fearless. Yeah. Because I think if you're fearless, uh, I think the only people who are truly fearless are actually psychopaths. <laughs> I think the inability I was, uh, to feel fear. Absolutely, I was just thinking the only, only people that I know that are fearless are those running traits. into. Yeah, don't the, be fearless. They've got nowhere else to go. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be fearless because you're about to get something <coughs> bad's going to happen. So but don't be fearless. Be um, learn how to ride it. Yeah, learn how to ride it. Well, it's breathe. like with all things, isn't it? Regeneration, being, uh, you know. I think, yeah, there's a lot to be said about this. And yeah. I do, and I, you know, I, I love the way it's been put together. I love all the information. I love what it's given back to the planet. I very much love you because I'm incredibly impressed by everything that you've done with this. And you really do deserve a huge you. amount of success. So everyone needs to go out there and get some. Fingers and it crossed, makes yeah. you feel great. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah. It really does make you feel great. It's and it really been, uh... does make, it doesn't give you the jitters, which... Yeah. Being a caffeine fiend, yeah. I like not getting the jitters. Yeah. So I mean, I think thank the, you for bringing us something that doesn't give us the jitters. If there was one one way I could encourage people to to try it to sort of really get your uh, get your fingernails underneath why this is why this works and why it's different yeah. is swap out your coffee for it just try for a week. For, yeah, that's a good call. And then go back to coffee and then see how you feel. I can see a social media campaign coming on. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. It's lovely no, thanks, to see Coco. you. And we are looking forward to hearing much more about... All. I just... Yeah. Where are we going to be in another two years? Yeah. 
yeah. where are we going to be? That's a question that yeah. I'm looking forward I mean, to finding um, out the answer to. A full-blown journey. It really yeah. is. Well, enjoy it, my love. Enjoy thank it. Thank you. All right, Cheers. thank you.